morning, officer. Maybe this is the pot calling the kettle black. This guy thinks he's a genius, and he's a moron. <laughs> Good news, everyone. Y2K! Y2K! Oh, no! Think of, like, the dumbest cave troll that you know. You looked right at me when you said that. You're not the dumbest. Here are the facts as I see them. Dude, what's up? Welcome, everybody. Bandit Radio Hour 2024, Year of Revelations. Let's see how it goes or down. Or revolutions. Or why not both? Anyways, guys, welcome back. We took a hiatus. It was holidays. And it, you know, something I've noticed about us in the past, you know, it seems holidays like... Holidays are less enjoyable the older you get. I mean, I wasn't going down that route, but we're there now. Um, I don't know. I got children, so they're kind of sweet to me. You, on the other hand, um, they, they, they at least get experience the magic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that. And you stress yourself out to the gills just to try to make it work for them, and and they they tend to like it. Uh, I got to shoot guns with my son and my daughter. That was fun. That that was America. Yes, it was, it was the most American sport ever. Um, so that was cool. Um, but no, something I noticed like all of our episodes that we've recorded, like the last four. I don't notice it till after we're done recording and I leave. I'm like, oh, we're right by a major holiday, and we didn't say anything about it. Like, it might have been after the fact, but not not beforehand. Yeah, because then we got the other one out before Christmas. Yeah. And then, oh, happy late January 6th. Oh, it did, I knew I was forgetting something. <laughs> yeah. And let me, like, let me, for the record, I've been, I've, ooh, this is nice, spicy one to jump off on. What do you remember about January 6th? Where were you? Oh, it was a fairy tale. It was like, it was better than Christmas. Which, like... I was on the way home, and I heard it on the radio. And I remember I went to, like, YouTube and, like, saw somebody, some random streamer covered it. And I was like, oh, it's happening. It's finally happening. And then I realized it's just a, the biggest letdown. And, you know, like, I've seen... Like, I'm going to really try to be fair about this. I have seen the video evidence... I'll say from the more liberal or progressive point of view that does tend to correlate with some, like you see some stuff of the outside and people are like going crazy or whatever. Like there was that, but it's like, there was also old ladies that were walking around that. I, got, I, well, like, that's what I remember yeah. like seeing, I just remember yeah. seeing people like walking between yeah. the velvet ropes, yeah. like in an orderly yeah. fashion. And that, that's the kind of the most I yeah. saw. And I was like, so I don't really, I still don't understand what happened because you see some stuff that seems bad and then you see other sides from the it, other angle and it doesn't seem bad. So it's, it, I don't know. It's, it, well, it's one of my favorite memories because it's while like I was leaving work and I was like, I, I worked back 30, 40 minutes away and I was talking to this uh, chick. She was like directing plays in Sarasota at one of the theaters. Not direct, she's producing. She's producing. Anyways, she, uh, she called me up and she, uh, she said, Josh, you're not going to believe this. There's an insurrection. She's like, well, are you, she, she asked me, are you near a TV or a radio or anything? I'm like, I'm listening to nerdy stuff on YouTube on the way home. What are you talking about? She goes, turn it on the news. There's an insurrection happening at, at the White House. And like, in Quoted my, the exact thing the news was saying. Like the exact, and I go, and like, I, I will call you back. And like, I had like 15 more minutes of driving. And like, what I picture in my head is like, uh, like, couple of Humvees and half tracks like pulled yeah, up on the White I... House lawn and there's like like fire on the Capitol like like literal fire like burning the building and there's like some dudes in mask like with like politicians on their knees going like these are the new constitution of the United States and I don't even like fully support all of that stuff particularly by any means uh, like like that like some dude establishing their new government over me or anything like that but I'm like that's what I'm picturing in my head. That's what I did too when I saw like, the YouTube video or the guy talking about it. I, I, the first thing I saw was like the video like where the people like trying to climb the outside wall. That's part. what I saw. And I was like, oh my gosh, he's like really happy. Yeah. They're like really trying to overthrow the government here. Yeah. And then and then, and then the more that it played, I was like, oh, this is just yeah. nothing. See, I got home a little late that day, like probably like found at five or six o'clock and a lot. So by the, when I got home, the first image I saw on a television was Buffalo Hat Shaman <laughs> in war paint going ah with the Wookiee yell on like in the in the house? I've never seen him. Or the like, Senate floor. I've never seen him and just be like, that's a weird dude. He and, just looks so out of place. And I saw it, and I like like I said in my mind, like I'm picturing something out of a GI Joe cartoon. Like I said, like perfectly, and I'm seeing this, and I'm like, well, is it tribal people that have 
taken over? Like, is this, are things a lot weirder than I thought they were? Yeah. And then I start like, I'm like, the Comanche yeah. have come back. And like, don't get me wrong. Like, I think most of what I'm watching at the time is Fox news, just cause that's like the given news source in the house. But like, I am seeing a mix, like what you said, like I'm seeing a mix of like, uh, you know, I know one, I'm not, I don't super know because I haven't like looked into it recently and it wasn't, but like, I believe there was like one, maybe two cops that died and they say like the, the seems like the left wing reporters say he was killed by the mob. It seems like the right wing reporters say he was killed by a heart attack. And I'm like, if he got a heart attack because a mob is coming upon him, like that's still kind of the yeah. mob, but I, it's, it's and, like given. And then they're like, well, they broke in, but then you see the videos where they let him in. I don't. I just feel like it was just mass confusion yeah. all the way around. And, uh, you know me, I'm not a, I like some things that Trump does, but I'm not a Trump supporter by any stretch of the imagination. But it's like, as much at, oh, I hate the media so much infinitely more. Like, both sides of the media and how they, I do believe there is like some form of like keeping people distracted with little, like really smaller things. Right. Uh, and oh, January 6th, I think it was a big thing. But like when you hear the media like compare it like Pearl Harbor or 9 11 or whatever, and it's like the amount of deaths that happened there. I think they make a big deal out of it because, like you said, like for that brief instant, instant the government or Congress lost a little bit of control yeah and they freaked and they panicked and like i don't see how these people had any real chance at flipping the government and that's why i don't even think i don't think they had a plan i don't think there was a plan i think they were just like like it's like south park where they're like rabble 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 and they were just i don't know and i'll you know what's crazy is uh, something like in relation to this i'm happy to see and I, i really mean this if uh, Antifa or BLM or somebody like if BLM like didn't target like private businesses and were like instead like these public officials that are doing these rules, I'd be like, oh, I don't know if I support it, but that sounds more intelligent, better. Yeah. Like whoever did that, like I'm more like, whatever. If you got your reasons, just leave me alone. Leave me out of it. Uh, saying that something I'm happy to hear. Uh, I'm with you that I don't trust the guy. But it is nice to hear what Trump is, of course, like the leading candidate in 2024 for the Republicans. But who's number two at this point? Is it still DeSantis? It's still DeSantis. Okay, but I know Vivek. But he's like, but it's like way down, and then the the, the race between second, third, and fourth is kind of closer. But just, but I think because Trump has such a large. And I don't trust Vivek. Like you, he's a, he's a politician. Like I don't. Yeah, exactly. I don't know any of these people. Uh, <laughs> And if like, but something I'm I'm very excited to hear about is like, he is continuing to push this message that seems to be popular. See, that, that's what always startles me when somebody comes out of nowhere with their finger directly on the pulse of what the people are wanting to hear and saying that stuff that all, that actually terrifies uh, me. Yeah. And like, don't get me wrong. If politi- I feel like there should be some stuff where I'm like, no, no, I don't agree with you there. Mm-hmm. I mean, dude, if you listen to Barack Obama, like nowadays, if you listen to Barack Obama's campaign speeches, it's like, I'm going to end all these wars and bring all the troops home and don't like it all. Yeah, I didn't like well, him. They don't I, like him now. I, I know. I, I, I was, I didn't like him for stupid reasons back then. Yeah. And he was now of, I have smart he was, reasons. And he was full of crap. Yeah. That, like they all are. Yeah. Equally. So I, said, I don't trust yeah. any of them. Um, but it, well, we went down a wrong rep, uh, right rabbit hole, but it kind of left me off track a little bit. Um, Talking about Vivek and oh the, yeah, the message that he is putting that's like spreading out that I'm seeing get popular. He's like, you know, he keeps replaying uh, the FBI testimony of where they're asked like, is there was there any undercover agents in the January sixth crowd? Well, and the FBI says, like, the director says, I can't comment on that. And it's like, well, the answer is either no or. Yes. Also, <laughs> like, well, they got him on film saying that his bracelets or something they had identifiers mm-hmm. on. There's this, I think it's bracelets or something they were wearing. And they're actually the cops are actually putting them on or passing them out on like one of the cameras. Like it's yeah. There's that. There's also something I keep hearing him push forward is the Governor Whitmer of Michigan kidnapping case. Like I've heard him bring this up like twice, 
where you, you know what I'm talking about, right? I think we talked about this. We we've mentioned it. Uh, did he fake it, a kidnapping or Vivek Ramaswamy did not. No, no, no. no, but, no, no. The, gov- the governor. What did? what practically happened was like as I'll just say the story as it became reported was there was a group of five. I think it was like five or six people that were going to kidnap Governor yeah, Gretchen. Yeah, but almost w- all the Michigan. people in it were feds. Well, two of them were like as so like these people went to court for attempting to kidnap the we governor. Studied this in my lost my lost. Did y'all talking about for entrapment? Entrapment yeah. and like, dude, two of the people like of the six were like not FBI agents of some sort, like not yeah, informants. Like one not, of them wanted out. One of them so called the FBI agent uh, dumb, and then they found out most of them were from. It was all a. Like, literally, it was the FBI, like, going up to these people and going, like, hey, aren't you angry at the system? Yeah, Ain't it a good idea to kidnap? And the guy's like, I don't know if I... No, you should. Like, they're talking them into it. Yeah, because we discussed it from the point of view that, you know, that the government kind of took away the free will or, like, had it not yeah. been for the government, they wouldn't have done it or been there in the first the place. The idea would yeah. have never been planted yeah, in there. so it's... Yeah, it's crazy. But Vivek Ramaswamy has brought that up multiple times. And listen... I'm not saying, like, if this guy gets elected, I have any faith in him, like, doing anything. He, he sounds like he actually has plans to do something about it. I don't think he's trying to get elected, if you want to know the truth. I think he, I think, I think he knows he can't win. Against Trump. I think he so got, he's talking nice about Trump. You've, I think you, yes. I think you've got he's to pleasing up, the Trump supporters. And then next year, or the next election mm-hmm. term, which is what I've said, it's all DeSantis had to have done. DeSantis had, could literally have just sat back, Give him like a couple thumbs up, worn his little boots, and next and next term, them damn boots, dude. Oh. Walk, and he could have he could have duck walked into the White House, but instead he's opened just a big pile of. Whoever was the first person to put a side by side meme of him and Homelander from the boys, I was like, oh dude, that's a political cl- that's a political career killer right there. Like that fits too hard. Uh, and then and then the boots. With that in yeah. the boots. You know, I was talking to this progressive person. It, it, you know something that still irks me really bad? And I believe he did what, uh, 99% things during, like, the COVID. Like, I'll say 90%. I was like, thank God he did these things. Right. But, dude, I remember one thing that came from my side, and I was talking to a progressive friend about this not that long ago. And they said, uh, you know, well, Florida did, like, fake the numbers at one point of like they were caught like the woman that whistle blew on it was like prosecuted for whistle like some like NDA or something she signed with the but weren't they like trying to inflate the numbers to make it seem like we've had more cases I believe it was the other way around oh, in like a three county area and oh. like I don't know how I kind of got on the side tangent but I remember like hearing about that and I was like damn you whoever did this because yeah. even though you're trying to stack the odds like in my argument's favor like damn you for giving the other side. Yeah, I was, ammo. I was stuck in Illinois for part of it during like for work and flying. Land of Lincoln, dude, it was terrible. <laughs> like you couldn't, you couldn't go anywhere, do <laughs> anything. Like swimming, outdoor swimming pools were closed. Yeah, like it was, it, it was like the most. And then I came back here and it was like, oh, fr- freedom. <laughs> yeah, and uh, man, we're going down some rabbit holes hard. I did. We were going to start out talking Bull about farming things. I, I swear that was that was the start. And I don't know. Someone mentioned January sixth, and here we are. Uh, back just, to COVID. Just rolls off the tongue. <laughs> it uh, yeah. It got the, the COVID was wild, and the the. And here's the thing: it, have we it, just forgotten about all the crap they did to people over that? Like, are we just gonna like let that go? You know, here's why I think the media, and I used to not believe this. Michael Malice convinced me of this. As bad as the government is, and as bad as these giant corporations are, which the right typically agrees how bad the government is, the left typically agrees how bad the corporations are. Typically, I don't know, it's swapped in the past eight years, kind of. Anyways, the media is worse. Like... Well, just because the media has become part of it, I believe, anymore. It's pretty much become the propaganda wing. But, you know, he, he pointed out. It's just PR said, for the corporations. He said the media has the power out of, like, more than the military, more than of, like, actually, like, keeping this beast in check. He's like, right. yeah, the, the military has all the guns. He goes, but the, the media, the newspapers, as they were, the papers they were called back in the day, like, has the minds 
And it's it, like the idea was like, hey, this free press is always going to be suspicious of this thing and be able to report on everything. And that's, but then Thomas Jefferson starts arresting people for sedition acts. So it all goes out the window pretty freaking quickly. I'm super uh, glad of the technology <clears> being able to have just information at my fingertips. But I do remember being younger. You remember like just getting a newspaper? Yeah. I genuinely enjoyed getting a newspaper. And the funnies on Sundays, that was, that was good times at Grandma's. Yeah, but it was a. a there's trade offs. There's, there's great things about it and things I, I like. Yeah, because uh, it all happened yesterday. <laughs> I like the funnies. Um, where the hell are we going with that rabbit hole? The media is. Oh, no, dude, it's by far the worst. Because, like, what, what I was getting at, um, they, I, I believe they paint us into corners. Like, like here's a great example. I'm going to go by the establishments of the narrative. Let me steel man them. Let me assume everything National Institute of Health and Fauci and all of them said was absolutely true. I'm going to give them that. Okay. Where did this virus come from? China. Okay. You're close. More specifically. Wuhan. More specifically than that. U.S. funded bioweapons lab. U.S. funded and U.S. controlled NIH, I believe National Institute of Health, it's either that or an FDA. Where what did they do at this facility? Ruin lives. Well, yes. But uh what uh what did they specialize at that facility? Biological warfare? Uh, uh what, what do they call it? Obama Obama reauthorized it, which like I think they've been secretly doing. It's where you test diseases to see the potential of them against humans. Uh and then they create cures for it. Specific. There's a, there's a technical name for it. I can't quite remember. Uh, anyways, let's call it strength testing, just because I can't remember the damn name of it. But anyways, so let's like let's take the media at its the corporate media at its given that this was the worst thing since the Spanish flu, like physically, like literally on every level. Um, it and all of the lockdowns. Yeah, I couldn't taste food for like a week. Yeah, all of the lockdown. Let's say, let's take it one step further. Every lockdown, every mask mandate was completely warranted. Let's say like it all worked. It's all, all right. You know, I notice on even the skeptical conservative side, this question is never brought up. And this is like assuming what the progressives are saying is true about it. If the National Institute of Health or the FDA, or the U.S. government-controlled lab, is responsible for releasing the deadliest virus since the Spanish flu that decimated our economy and killed millions directly and indirectly. And we're not having trials yeah, for like that's, for for that's the what I'm per- saying. Like, for just... the person that accidentally messed up, or the like the person in charge of that guy that was it. But like the media makes it a point that these questions are never even considered. Yeah, like, like you know that they debate we over. We should make Nuremberg look like child's play. Yeah, you know it's like during when the Syrian gas attacks happened. Like the MSNBC point of view was like. uh how much should we bomb or well, like sh- should we bomb Syria a lot or a little? And the Fox News point of view was should we bomb Syria a lot or a shitload metric ton and wipe them off the earth? And it's like, I mean, if you're going to bomb, if you're going <laughs> to, I mean, if you're going to saying you should, but if you do, if you, are, you go all the um, way. But like what I'm getting at is like the options like never brought up of like maybe we shouldn't be spending our money over here at all. Yeah. And to hell with these people. God, if you make it to the United States and you're able to immigrant, immigrate the I was not really shitty way. That before you got over here, I was like, we're just going to forget that happened. Like it came from like, like this, this whole like paper trail of like back to it. And everybody's just and like, Oh, well we just got to live with it now. Maybe bring out masks again. And like, don't get me wrong. No, I, no, 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 no. I hear no. the right winger say it came from a Wuhan China lab. And I'm like, but like, oh, what money was paying for the lab? Oh, ours. 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 Yeah. It's it's our place over. It's our vacation home over there it came from. Well, we like, all got $1,500 back. <laughs> we did? For the, the remember the stimulus or whatever they sent? I didn't get none of that money. You had to if you had a social security number. No, I didn't know I did. I'm <laughs> pretty Ooh. sure it was direct deposited if you had it. Like but there's, there's so many questions. Well, we also like, got a crap load of inflation from it. Yeah. 
Yeah. Because they were like, oh, here, we're going to give like everybody a little bit of money and then throw billions to other things, too. So to hell with farming, I guess we're just doing nothing but like this kind of talk the rest of the night. Welcome, oh, everybody. We're farming ideas. Yeah, <laughs> sadly. Um, but um, I tell you, the more I listen and I, I we're going to he's the new Elon Musk. We need to make a jar about him. Javier Malay. The, mo- uh, the more I listen to this Venezuelan son of a get- Argentina. Argentinian. Arge- yeah, Argentina. I was getting them too mixed. It's kind of like a... Uh, oh, no. It's not America. <laughs> There's nothing you could have said. No, that no, I, knew I, stopped okay myself, right I stopped myself right there. I was like, about to make a comparison too that would uh, not have gone so no, well. No, 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 no. But, um, dude, what, the other day, like 2024 is starting off so spectacularly to me. Um, like I said, I'm not the biggest, like, I don't hate Trump. I, the, no, I shouldn't say that. I don't like Trump, but I hate the media coverage of him much more uh but like i love how much he's hated that's just what's the latest on him being pulled off the ballot in colorado what the state supreme court has okayed it or it's just been brought to their attention i think that finally got dropped or whatever but maine is making a big deal out of it and the last i heard is that the supreme court has decided to take up the case on whether he can be left off the ballot or not in some states hot take i think the best thing that could happen for the country is they don't let it as they take Trump off the ballot and maybe one or two other states do it too. That, yeah, because it would just end in chaos. Maybe, maybe not <laughs> bad chaos, maybe some like good for once. Maybe, I mean, that's stupid thought, ain't it? That yeah. something nice happens, but I mean, we can hope. There's nice, there's, there's, there are nice things that happen. These go relatively unnoticed, but let's. No, that would be. That would be wild, because I know the last time a president was left off the ballot, it, um, it ended so well. It's odd. It was the, the different group of, it was like the the, the sides swapped. Yeah. But uh, that happens. Um, but, yeah, if they took him off, and you know what would be, like, I don't think you, like, really, it's hard to win without Colorado. I know that. Isn't that a big swing state? Well, maybe. I mean, it's not like... Cal- I think for a Midwestern state, it's pretty big, I okay, think. Okay, I don't know how many delegates they've got, or Maine. Mm. Or is it Maine or Ohio? Maybe it's Ohio. You can't win without Ohio is one of them. Um, I can tell you one second. I'll pull up the Electoral College. And, you know, here's the beautiful thing is, a lot of people, I've always... I've, I've, I think I've kind of echoed this before. A lot of people I've grown up around listening to, they've always had the mentality of like, if only we could go back to when I was a kid, when things were was right and wrong and da da da. And it's like things were corrupt back then too. You just didn't know any better, and also like most people didn't. But now we got those handy dandy devices that Mister Mercer's googling on right now. Yeah, Colorado's uh, only got ten electoral votes. Okay, maybe I was being stupid. So it's, about not, that. it's not a. It's not like a major one, but I mean, it's still a, a chunk compared to like you know Nebraska that's beside it that's four. Yeah. Maine's got four. So theoretically, you could win without Colorado. and You just have to do some honky-talking. Yep. Which I think if anybody's capable of doing, it might be Trump. Um, but, like, now we're all catching on. And I think, like, you know, I've kind of, I've said something similar to this before. But, like, literally, the government is an imaginary construct. I mean, technically, like, so are some things I really believe in, like property and, and uh, like, property lines. Um, things I believe in, like, uh, I don't know, morals and ethics. They're all imagined. But, like, government is, like, one of the few that, I mean, I've, I've never thought of something more as, like, a magical spell or something like that. Like, it's, we all, hmm, how should I put it? You know, I really like studying different religions, like, different theologies. When I say studying, I like and reading interesting facts about them. I don't ever sit down and like read the Quran or anything like that, like the whole thing or studies on it. But I like like pulling stuff out. But you know, all those religions, they know their religions. Yeah. They're like, we know we're believing in something greater than ourselves that we can't comprehend, and I'll die for it, but I know it's like this ethereal thing. It's like why uh with with the faith in government. It's not just government, but like these high institutions that. I was thinking like, like, in like monarchies and stuff, you know, that these peasants were then just like completely ruled over. I'm like, but you had to have made the king in the first place. Yeah. Like at some, at some point, y'all were all equal and you're like, hey, we're just going to put one guy on a pedestal. Mm-hmm. And like, 
What, what the hell? Why, why would you think that was a good idea? Well, one, one of my favorite lessons from the Bible, it's in the Old Testament. I can't remember the quote in Scripture, but uh, exactly. But it's something along the lines of, like, the Jews have come out of Egypt, and they've made it to the land of milk and honey. <laughs> this positive thing for the, like, for the, I, th- I think it's cool. It's an awesome lesson to learn. And they get, and they're like, wherever they are, like they've traveled out of Babylon or Syria or someplace. Egypt. I don't know exactly. They're leaving Egypt. I know, but like they've also like... The, <laughs> oh, when, then they were lost. Yeah, then they're lost. And it's like they're settling down. I think yeah. like Josh, Joshua was the last. Cool, dude. Uh, <laughs> but uh, he's like the last ruler of them or whatever. The, the land of milk and honey. But uh, they go uh, like the... the Israelites are like, hey, God, like all these other great empires and civilizations have kings. We need a king. And God's like, eh, no, you don't. You got me. You got each other. That's all you need. And they're like, nah, give us a king. He's like, all right, Solomon. <laughs> I warned you. He's going to go crazy. <laughs> and, uh, but like, it is this, I don't know, like it has, there's this reverence for these establishments, like the FBI, like, you know, a lot of the boomers, well, no, that J. Edgar Hoover, you know, had all this dirt on people and, like, was a very flawed human in a lot of ways and power hungry. But they're, like, still, like, and I'm thinking. Didn't he wear dresses? Oh, yeah, he's a cross dress. Yeah. Uh, and, dude, here's the thing. Do whatever you want behind closed doors. Fly a freak flag. Don't arrest other people for <laughs> flying their freak flag. That's a douche Don't move. Don't take out your insecurities on yeah. other people that uh, are brave enough to, to like, do it. And that's the guy that created or ran this established credentialed establishment established establishment that's stupid um but like unconstitutional like extremely and there's even i can't remember which federalist paper it is but i think it's between uh, who's the ones that always debated each other jefferson and hamilton yeah pretty sure pretty sure and it's like one of them like i think it's jefferson which he was like he's a hypocrite they're the ones that didn't like want to feud and talk for yeah, like a super long time they both died on july 4th yeah. and all this other romantic stuff that i'm not sure is 100 percent true um but we're not sure any of it's 100 percent true but uh, regardless uh he said uh like something along the lines in this in this because you know the federalist papers like you got the constitution but then, like, the Federalist and Anti-Federalist papers are like, here's our reasoning behind all this. Well, it's because they're trying to make sure the other states would, like, join, right? It was yeah. Like, it's like, hey, here's our reasoning why. Here's because the, the, Tom... We're trying Wo- to explain what we wrote. Tom Woods does such a great breakdown of this. He goes, like, we're taught in, like, elementary school. And, like, it's kind of... We take it as a given and we're conditioned in certain ways. He goes, when they talk about, like... Um, 1776, we declared independence from Britain. Am I, am I right? And then less like yeah. 1780, we actually have like the the Constitution, and it's like everybody in America, it's like some like like the founding fathers go, here it is, and everybody in America goes, absolutely. Yay! And it goes, no, no, no. Like they spent like Yeah, we were we, a Confederacy, and then they spent like weeks, like closed doors, no press debating, and it's like their debates are recorded as the Federalist and Anti-Federalist yep. papers. It's like here's a big debate why we have the con- the Second Amendment and the First and all this where the federal government can't do anything with this stuff. State governments, you want to kill people for being Quakers? Have at it. <laughs> it's, it's weird, but anyways, the question is brought up, like. Hey, shouldn't we have like a federal organized department of education like that, you know, kind of looks over all the country and educates it for the better good? I think Jefferson goes, that's as insane of an idea as there being a federal police force. And it's like, oh, like like the FBI, <laughs> like or the CIA. Yeah. And it's. Like I said, that's why I like religions. It's like we, we know that is, but it's like, you know. Yeah, I was double. Wasn't it the Jimmy Carter made the Department of Education? Because before that, it didn't exist, right? Uh, and so, uh, no, 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 dude. I think it was like from the nineties. The yeah, federal Jimmy, Department of might be saying Jimmy Carter signed into law, uh, set nineteen seventy nine, the United yeah, States maybe. Department of Education, which is like basically the eighties. And since then, funding has gone up, administration has grown, School and test scores gotten, have crashed. Yeah, and the system is hemorrhaging. And you know, I was talking to my mom, and it's like. That's funny because we're like country bumpkins to a degree, but she was a geography teacher, seventh grade for like 20 years before she really started doing cattle full time. And, uh, she was like her second year. Another teacher came up to her and was like, Hey, you need to uh, join the teacher's union. 
And my mom was like, oh, like, you know, not political at all by any means at the time. And she goes, oh, like, what? Like, well, you get, like, better pay. And, like, there's, and she goes, well, no, they, they can't fire you for, like, any reason whatsoever. And my mom's like, what? <laughs> That's great, but terrible at the same time. And there were terrible teachers. And, dude, this was something I looked up. This was a tweet. This was one of those threads I was going through. And it said, hey, do these two things. And I'll let, I'll let the listeners at home do this. Google, and I know the Catholic Church is probably, like, hiding stuff. So, like, there is some, like, skewed stuff there. But it's like, look up abuse by by Catholic priests and, like, look at the rate of it. And then look up abuse by public officials or, like, school. And it's, it's like, whoa. Aww. Now, there's other factors in there, like, I don't know, is it a fight and they're breaking it up and the counselor throws a haymaker on some 17 year old asking for it and i'll allow that all day <laughs> all day <laughs> some smart mouth teen just right in the kisser uh, if you're being a, i'm not doing it i'm not because i'm not getting sued over you it. know what if someone's being a threat to other people you have the right to put that person down yeah not kill them but like at least uh, no it's something well, comparable to the threat force meets force yeah you have to meet, uh, you have to meet the force uh, yeah. with an equal force within you reason can't, you can't escalate it and within reason is a tricky thing like you can't you can't punt a kindergartner I mean, you can. Well, yes. <laughs> Physically. But that's not within it's reason. Possible. Kindergartners are kind of big. That hurts your foot. How many do you think you could take? Kindergartners? Yeah. Like, not one at a time. Like, they bum rush you. They bum rush me. I'm barehanded. They're barehanded. You're barehanded. You are allowed to use one as a weapon. Are we I'll in, allow that. Are we in an open field? Yeah, like a playground. Oh, like a playground. Like, there's like... But, like, there's, you could, like, take them and, like, swing the swing and... I'm getting dark with it. I don't need to go down that road. Uh, I'm going to be conservative in my estimate and say a solid, solid 30. Really? I was going to like 15 to 20. I think, I think 30. Really? I think, yeah. I, th- I think I can hold my own to like, after. I'll tell you what, let's make it better and more ethical. How many cats? Cats that have rabies and are trying to kill you. Well, yeah, okay. If you don't have a vaccine and one just scratches you, you're a dead man anyways. Yep. So theoretically it would be one. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, whatever. They're, uh, they're trying to kill you. Cats? Cats. I take way more cats than kindergartners. You sure? Yeah, like they're going to be angry and pissed off, but I can fling Dude. a cat a lot easier. Uh, can you grab a cat to fling it? I feel like, I feel like, I feel like, yes, dude. I, have I feel you like ever, it's a more painful way to die, but I can take more with me as I go. It's a much more painful. If you had to choose cats or dogs. 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 Yeah. yeah like, <laughs> they're at least going to like end me. <laughs> they're going to rip me limb from limb at least, not skin me yeah. alive. Like I would rather hear like children screaming than cats screaming. <laughs> uh, I got to get a 22. No, <laughs> you can't say that in the same sentence. Hypothetical. <laughs> in Minecraft. In Minecraft. Um, but, yeah. Um, see, 20 cats. I could take a list. Because I, I think cats would be so overpowering. If they're if they're on full freakout mode. Yeah. If they're on full freakout mode. I feel like you just like, keep just like grabbing them and like But by the time you're you. grabbing one, five more are on you. Yeah, but five, and they're much okay, faster yeah, but, than kindergartners. Yeah, but five cats isn't going to knock me over. Five kindergartners is. <sighs> I gotta claw your eyeballs out. Well, yeah, but I mean, <laughs> you're not living like they're, like in this scenario. They're just going to keep coming until you're overpowered. You keep going back to the kindergartners. I'm trying to stray away from that hot pepper. <laughs> no, I'm I'm just saying in general. Well, I don't know. Some people like animals more than kids now, anyways. So yeah, so that's a solid point. Do like, pe- there's a whole documentary. You don't f with cats. I never saw it, but I heard about it. And yeah, you don't, sound, mess, you don't mess with cats. You don't mess with cats, yeah. This is all hypothetical, people. Yes. We every, all, we're all we're animal This lovers. is a show for entertainment purposes only. Any coincidence with real life is... We, ha- we have and love animals, and we have nieces and nephews and children. South, put in the slide the South Park disclaimer of yeah. just that, whatever it says at the beginning of that. Well, no, people always talk about that hypothetical on the internet. Like, hang on, you know, I didn't even ask, like, the typical show opener. What the hell did you do over your break? You've been on break. You haven't been lawyering. You've been crypto mining. Yeah, I figured out how to build a computer. He did that. I'm next to it. It's got rainbow colors on it. Very pride. Well, it's it's a showpiece. It's nice to know that you're an ally of the LGBTQ 
two wasn't, plus wasn't a wasn't what I was community. going for, but that's the only color and of the fans. You naturally fit it. <laughs> I'll, I'll allow they it. They saw you walk in I've, and they're like, I've made, I've made $19 in like 10 days. Cold coffee cheers. Yeah. Good for that. I haven't, I haven't made that. I'm, well, I mean, I'm way under that because it cost me like four or 500 bucks to build it, but uh, it is, I can at least say I know how to build a com- and program a computer now. Blueberries are coming along. Uh, yep. Surprisingly sooner than I expected because now I'm scared it's going to like cold and freeze yeah. and then it'll hurt them, but. One awesome thing we did while uh, that me and you did over the break was go out in the woods, try to shoot some hogs, but didn't see any hogs. So murdered some water bottles, mu- murdered some water bottles uh, and sausage phrasing. Uh, <laughs> I can't edit like this episode. It's just going to let it ride. Phrasing. Uh, but um, <laughs> no, and, uh, we grilled. We, we grilled. <laughs> We grilled me, Mark, and my son, or me, Merce, and my son. I've met Merce and Mark. I've mixed up so many times, but uh, no, it was a fun time. I killed a lot of water bottles. Uh, but I got to thinking while we were riding around doing doing things that our forefathers did with with us in the truck. Um, what was you know, like? It was cool to do it with my son, and we were having a like good safe time out riding around the ranch. What is a dumb memory you have of growing up riding around shooting? Like doing this otherworldly tradition of our of our kind. You mean like one that involved us or one involved like with my fathers or either or I can remember being young out on that big ranch that used to be out east of town called Bright Hour. Okay. With my dad and like we I call him my uncle, but he's like a distant cousin. Right. He's like my dad's cousin. Um, Uncle Ronnie. And we were riding around, and for some reason, he, Uncle Ronnie thought he could drive his truck through basically a pond. He did not make it across the pond. The truck started floating away, with the dog still in the dog box, and the dog's in the trailer. So they're oh, trying no. to swim out to get the dogs. Looking back, I got older, and looking back, I'm like, I think those they're drunk. No, <laughs> never. They would never. Listen, it's very but I irresponsible. Can being like young. My dad wouldn't go through it. I remember being young on the bank and just seeing this truck floating. <laughs> just <laughs> Listen, it'd be highly irresponsible to drink around firearms or children. And by golly, our fathers and forefathers never would do such a thing. No. And the show does not condone that in any way whatsoever. I said some things I couldn't say and y'all will never hear it. Anyways, diverting back like we've whew, we've done some loops. Um, with 2024. There's been some like besides like let's take the Trump ballot thing out of it. Wasn't that Epstein list a nice little present that it gave us? I want that, I want there to be more like stuff happening. Well, like why why aren't there like like torches and pitchforks? Because the people that hold the power are unaccountable. They don't answer to anybody. And you know, it's funny. Hawking's dead. One of the one Maybe of the we best. At least put his computer in prison. <laughs> yeah, jail that son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, but um, put a life sentence for a speaking spell, dude. One of the better threads I read on it was uh, Dershowitz, which you don't, you don't know who this guy is, do you? He was a guy that I would I grew up seeing on Fox News. Keep that in mind, people. And he was a uh, he was like their legal analyst of like, well, here's the international law and the reasons as to why we can send troops into Syria or Afghanistan or pick a place in the past 30 years. And like he was like, here's our rationale and legal theory as to why we can do it. Now, there was accusations about him and Epstein, like when Epstein first broke out. And you can you can look it up on Twitter or X or whatever it is. And a reporter pops it on Dershowitz, and he didn't know it was coming. And she goes, can you comment on your relations with Jeffrey Epstein? And he goes, "Ah, listen, I took my family to his island once when he wasn't there, and that was the end of it. And I have been, like, blackballed for this. And this is a – if I'd have known any of this, I'd have never – da-da-da. And shame on you for, like, bringing this up to me. Uh and she's like, oh, well, we notified your handler that we were doing this, but whatever. So I don't know. But anyways, that's beside the point. It's come out and what, like, the Epstein leak, <clears throat> correct me if I'm wrong, Mercer, but it's mostly like uh, firsthand accounts of eyewitnesses to 
Yeah, it's it's basically like from like interrogations and then like sworn testimonies. Yeah, them like asking direct questions to former witnesses, to Epstein, to like an official court document. Yeah, correct. Um, yeah, about, I don't know the technical names for this stuff, but yeah, basically like like it's a discovery. Yeah, but that's basically what they're what they're doing from like for the investigation where it's all you know under oaths, like sworn uh, testimony. And I read where like they were. More, more on Dershowitz, but like it, it was funny because like now that this has come out and like the testimony is like, oh, he was with like dozens of underage girls there all the time and da 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 da. And now, and like further into the rabbit hole, in the interview, the woman, the woman interviewer, she brings up, she goes, "Are you aware that uh, it's been it's been raised that Jeffrey Epstein might have been an agent of Mossad or?" Israel, like that's Israel's like spy agency. And Dershowitz goes, listen, the only time Epstein was ever there was the one time he met me in Israel and he'd never been to Israel before and had knew nothing of the place. And that, that government would have like nothing to do with Epstein because he's not like in with them. Newspaper article following the interview is like, it's, it's weird. It's from the Palm Beach Post and, you know, West Palm Beach. Yeah. And it's, it's almost like the article is like, Hey, here's what the local Palm Beach celebrities have been to. Like the, the one of the articles was like the one of the Kraft brothers or one of the Kraft like cheese family. Oh, like, I was picturing like, like went the, on a yacht. The the guys that did like the animal show when we were kids, the Kraft brothers. I remember they had the monkey. Yeah, that's, <laughs> Zabumafu. That's, that's rubbing an old memory. Uh, but it like it was like a who like hey here's what the local celebrities are doing this past month like of and it's like and it's like it names like three other people and it goes local local financial mogul at jeffrey epstein just got back from his trip to israel where they gave him tours of military bases and they uh i did i did see a thing where we're talking about the list like where they've cross-referenced cross-referenced and i think it's like the cia israel or like Mossad, and like one other agency or like in or like the vatican or something it's like it's always like the ones like the most like highly mentioned it's thing. like all the conspiracy theories, yeah. but I think the Vatican might not be the one. There's three of them, but I can't remember what the other one was. And you're and just like, oh, okay, cool. I want to like really stress one thing about all this though. And like, I kind of came to this revelation like the other night. I mean, I've always thought this, but like I solidified it. You still have to question if the information we are finding out that confirms our biases are we being they, played? The information that they sat on for years. Not only that they sat on for years, but like one, all right, giant question I have. What, was there like 150 names that still haven't been released because they're worried yeah, they, for reasons? And then they dropped more. And then I think Do you remember their reasoning behind it? Supposedly for like national security yeah. and for like for like their own fear and stuff like that. So that's they're they're speculating that was Hillary Clinton. Then I saw that's that, speculation. Then I saw that Hillary Clinton's name has been now confirmed mm-hmm. in the documents. But I don't know if she's still or who all or what or what all has gone through. Because it's it's not like it's just like, here's a list and like, here's the paper. It's like hundreds and thousands. It doesn't need to be mentioned, but Bill Clinton's mentioned like quite a bit. Yeah, well, like, there's like, it's like hundreds of thousands or like thousands of pages. And you've got to, so you've got to read in context. Yeah. So just because you can pull somebody's name out of it, you know, it's because like that's some of the lists you see just because their names are there doesn't mean they've actually done anything bad. It's in some situations, it's them asking the witnesses about this person yeah. and in, in a few cases they're like denied or they don't have any information. But, right. But in a lot of them, yeah, it's, it's bad. It's, yeah. it's midgets. And well, I was, <laughs> I was saving that for last, uh, on a little bit of a, I guess a lighter note, physically lighter. They weigh less. Um, but, uh, so Stephen Hawking is on the list. And for those of you that don't remember some awesome 90s cartoons where he would oddly, like, cameo in them. Which actually makes it more sense now. Oh, hell, yeah, it does. Um, but Stephen Hawking was, like, the brilliant guy in a wheelchair who has one of my favorite quotes, like, ever about turtles all the way down. But, oh. You know, do you know the... the yeah, it's turtles all the way down. Like, it's the uh, infinite... 
it's supposedly, I, I think it comes from Stephen Hawking. Like, side note, I'm going to give this weird son of a bitch a compliment real quick, so excuse oh, me. Oh, he was a genius. I'm not he, saying he wasn't a pervert. He, but said, now. he said he was attending, like, a conference where, like, this genius physicist was on stage, like, and it was, like, a free for, like, anybody could come in and watch it, and the physicist on stage is like, this is how the Big Bang happened, and da 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 millions of neutrons and electrons and blah, 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 a whole lot of fancy science talk for, like, hours. And at the end, there's a Q&A, and this, like, unsheveled looking lady with her hair all frizzy and like looks homeless, raises her hand and goes like, that's all nice, Mr. Scientist, man. But something you failed to realize is that this whole world and reality is on the back of a giant turtle. And he goes like playing along with her. He goes, all right, what's the giant turtle on top of? And she goes, another turtle. And he goes, What's that on top of? She goes, no, you idiot. It's turtles all the way down. <laughs> and like, like she's correcting. And Stephen Hawking, and like, I look, this is one of the things that cracked my brain. He goes, in the grand scheme of things, that woman has just as much of a chance being right as that physicist on stage. Because yeah. we're, we're prone to human error and stuff like that. We so. also believe in like infinite realities and string theory mm. and things like that. It was a lot of, a, it, a lot of his is like theory based. Yeah. And a lot of, a lot of like physics, black, black holes. Stuff. I don't like believing in infinite realities. I used to until I really gave it a lot of thought and I don't, cause if it's like every thought you could ever imagine is reality. And I've heard that. I'm like, there are humans that think awful thoughts. I'd well, hope there's that there's been awful things that have happened in history. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, uh, some, just some really bad people got their wishes. True. Anyways, <laughs> back to midgets. Uh, <laughs> so Stephen Hawking was a frequent visitor. I guess he used the handicapable rails of Epstein Island. And I guess what his thing was, according to the sworn testimony. Was, if it's not been doctored. Which, like, by the way, who was picking up these people? And Anyways. What his thing was, was getting midgets naked in front of a whiteboard or a chalkboard and having equations above their head that they couldn't read. That was too high. And them attempting to like jump up and ride on it and finish the equation while they were naked. Ha ha, do math. This stirs so many questions. The first, let's get the obvious out of the way. How paralyzed is Stephen Hawking? That's, <laughs> like, yeah, like that's the that's the one everybody's like. Appendage still work. Like, like pumping full of enough Viagra. Like, I don't even. You know what, dude? Like, I really wonder what these people at this. And this is like totally me speculating. This is me grabbing at straws because I don't know how much of this stuff is to mess with me. Like literally, how much of the stuff like we believe is going on with government? Like I'm thinking about race. Uh, yeah. How much of that is misinformation meant like, to... Oh, yeah, he's dead. We can make him look like the worst one. Yeah. That, or, like, there's a lot of ways it could be played. But, like, all right, so... I mean, it's not good. I don't know. No, but <laughs> it could way. just... But what I'm getting at is, I think a large part of it could be, like... I think at some point, whenever you can, like, you're that powerful and you can kind of have sex with whoever you want, I think sex loses its appeal and it's more of, like, a power thing, if I'm guessing. Well, when you can't walk, either. Well, like, even that, like, I think a lot of them, like, it's, like, power, like, fantasies and stuff but like with him might not be sexual it might be like i'm a one hit all right come on it's kind of funny <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like it's like it's midgets all right did it say the midgets were underage or did he just have i don't think it elaborate like here's my thing are they midgets being held against their will <laughs> is there like the door how not, do like you the, find these midgets like the door to get out is just a little is too there high. a special coyote kidnapper they must be the easiest to kidnap. I was gonna say, <laughs> you wouldn't need a very big bag. It. Do you put out a Craigslist ad of like, if you're short in stature, come give us a holler. We have a wonderful opportunity for you. If you can't ride the roller coaster, call me. Is it pygmies? <laughs> <laughs> this episode is so. A lot of titles to choose from. Uh, should have heard the stuff we censored. Actually, it wasn't that bad. Just can't say it. Um, but uh, uh, Stephen Hawking, he'll be remembered for a lot of things. and and But not what he wanted to be remembered no, for. No, but like you said, like that's one of the more notable names. And it's like, 
Yeah, he's the guy that's dead that we can't. No one will ever, you know. I didn't do it. <laughs> listen, like with my crazy ass philosophy of, of quasi anarch, whatever anarcho banditism. Uh, like I understand, there's a lot of like crazy concerns and questions about how that'd work. And I'm no central planner. I'm no genius of reality. I really don't know. But it's like a lot of the things, a lot of the arguments I hear against this, again, like kind of coming from Michael Malice, it just kind of describes the status quo as it is right now. It's like the like the the one of the bigger arguments I hear is like, well you know, like warlords would just take over. That would be unanswerable to anybody and would just like kill off whoever didn't agree with them. And I'm like, you're talking about the federal government. It's like, yeah, like yeah, they yeah. don't answer to anybody. And, they just and wear suits now. They can spread the deadliest disease. Let's say it's by accident. The spread of the deadliest disease the world's ever seen and like no one so much as gets yeah. fired. Well, they don't kill anybody anymore. You just commit suicide. Did that too. Uh, but like they could invade any country they choose that doesn't agree with them. And it's just like, yeah, like, they don't need a declaration of war. Anymore. This would be like if a gang took over like the income tax, they just come up to you and say, give us 20% or we take everything you have. Yeah. Yeah. And you guess it. And y'all, y'all know that one, but it, it, on top of everything else earlier this week, on top of Epstein Island and all that Mercer, tags me in something on Twitter and I give it a look and I had scrolled by a video that showed all these police cars going in action to Miami to a juvenile case. You know, it made me like cock an eyebrow as I swiped by in the timeline, but I didn't give it much attention. But then Merce tagged me in it and I looked a little harder. And what I saw was, uh, I'll just describe the video. It's someone from their apartment building in uh, Bayside, Miami. Mm -hmm. Where is the Bayside Center in Miami? Just outside of that, the residential complex in uh, Florida, Miami, Florida. And it's for what police call a juvenile delinquent situation, like juvenile violence, like some gang activity. But Mercer, what? There's like over 50 police cars, would you say? I would say basically every cop that was on duty. It looks like, like, it looks like an army of cops swarming this place. And, uh, that's, that's like, you know, it's like kind of at sunset and it's a bunch of cops, like for, like you're looking from like the 20th floor and you're seeing like 50 cop cars, maybe, no, no, maybe 20 to 40. I don't, I don't know the numbers. A oh, lot. The they, they fill up the screen from yeah. the 20th floor, uh, swarming this place and people running away from the place, like screaming and running. That's like the best audio and video you get. Now, what is accompanying it? Uh, I'm going to describe it best as ghetto black people uh, with their own videos, their own like TikToks going, hey, I was there and it's not juvenile delinquents. It is giant shadow monsters that all the cops were responding to. And then there was like CIA and other people there. Like, yeah, I saw I saw they're describing it as creatures. Yeah, that were phasing in and out of reality and stuff. And all right. Good drugs. Or what I would, all right, all right. So I got like three, per, three, three possibilities. Okay. The first one and my most desired and favorite is that there are shadow beings coming into this reality for another one. And there's some MIB replying well, you saw to one, right? I want to shut up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, me, me and my, me and my mom got talked about that. And that's, um, uh, I had a strong imagination at three years old, and I thought I, I I thought I vividly remember seeing a shadow monster run up from under my porch across the pasture and look at me and run into the woods. And I haven't seen nothing like it since. Haven't, but I remember it. And I'm I'm chalking that up to overactive three-year-old imagination, or perhaps children are more perceptive to other realities. We'll never know. Um, anyways, so Bayside, Miami, possibility number one: shadow beings are real. Uh, my favorite, also. Most unlikely. Um, possibility number two, drugs. Um, here's the thing. I saw, all right, the, the first guy I saw describe it. It's all ghetto black people. Like, I shouldn't say ghetto. All like hood black people like describing it. The first one I see, I go, ha ha, that's funny. The second one I see is like another one kind of describing it. Like the same thing. It's I'm like, like when they saw the leprechaun. Okay. Okay. Here's, hear me out. I don't think it's drugs because people don't tend to have the exact same hallucinations on any kind of trip. However, I thought of that Tosh.0 oh episode, and thank you, Merce, for skipping ahead. 
where Merce, d- describe the leprechaun situation. What? what it kind of looked like a crackhead dude, up in a tree. What? It was got like a hold of the wrong stuff. Was it in Mississippi or Alabama? It dude, was it, was, it was some southern b- b- black guy, town. Guy came in with a. Uh, My great great grandpappy was Irish. <laughs> <laughs> he brought a leprechaun flute. <laughs> he was a leprechaun trucker. <laughs> and like, here's the thing. Here's here's like with that. All right, I think this is the same direction. And if this is what it is, it makes me love black people as a group even more. Because it's like, I think one of them's like, that thing looks like a leprechaun. And it's like, hang on a second. You know what would be a great way to fuck with white people? <laughs> let's make them all believe that we saw a leprechaun. <laughs> let's, let's tell them I got a flu. And like, dude, I think they've it's been, like. They've been playing a long con. Like, this dude, whole time. I think it's just like. We're just going to say some bullshit and see how many of you bandits jump at this and want this to be true so bad. You and, I'm idiots. Like, and I'm like, great play. You know, like, you know what? Well played. Like, well played. like, I love that. Did you ever see the, uh, dude, it was back in the wild west of YouTube. Or, or there really, something really bad was going on. They're like, who did it? And none of them were snitching. They're like, aliens. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it wasn't Pookie. <laughs> it was aliens. <laughs> Dude, did uh, but it was back in the wild west of YouTube, like back, like kind of when we were just out of high school, when YouTube was a fun place. Do you remember seeing it was a white kid, and he would dress like a zombie, and he would have like another friend recording as he went in like different parts of like different neighborhoods and acted like a like he had like torn clothes and blood on him, and he would act like an escaped zombie, and most of the time, like. People would run shitless from him. It sounds familiar, but I think, is there one time that they don't run from him? Dude, no, it's like, it, maybe they set this up, and if, if it's fake, then it's like a brilliant fake that it took a lot of people to coordinate. But, like, I guess he set his camera up in the bushes, and he's, like, walking up to a basketball court, and there's, like, I don't know, like 20 black dudes playing basketball. And he's walking up. He's like, ah, ah. And you see them like all like, oh, shit, oh, shit. Like, you see him like all as a group run away. And you just like if he enters from the left side of the screen, they all run to the right in the opposite right. direction. And you see him like chasing them and as he exits the right side of the screen. And then you see him running back from the right side of the screen to the left. And as he exits screens and you see a crowd of like <laughs> 20 black people just like chasing him down. Like, you, I don't think you see it. Like I said, if it's fake, it took a lot of people coordinating, so bravo. But, like, you hear him laying on the ground. They, like, they, I was joking. <laughs> I swear to God. This is all they realized they severely outnumbered him. Like, a, a lot to a little. Uh, man, YouTube was a magical place back. Like, we grew up, I think, uh, we are so lucky. A friend said it not too long ago. Uh, like, you speak the same language, but you're from, like, another country and culture. And I'm like, absolutely. Uh, well, we grew up just... We can remember before the internet. And we grew up hearing stories like of people we knew and talked to of like before modernization took effect in our rural town. And I can remember being out in the woods. Everybody had CB radios. I remember that. I remember car phones before cell phones. Like you plug them into your car. The bag phone. Yep. Um, And, you know, it's. It's going to be an interesting time coming up in. Uh, like I said, because what we know now is going to be obsolete. Eventually, um, the best we can do, uh, like one thing that gives me hope, like a lot of hope. I think back, and I'm. How should I put this? I don't have a lot of faith in any political party, even if they. Espouse, I don't have a lot of faith in humanity. Uh, <laughs> but even the ones that espouse my views, but I like the ones that are closer to my views than others. But it makes me think about like the first. Outside of, like, the anti-imperialist league of the 1800s with, like, Mark Twain and uh, the industrialist, I can't remember his name. But outside of them, like, one of the first meetings for, like, anti-centralized authority, pro-freedom in this country was, like, in the 50s or 60s. And it was with Ayn Rand. Maybe it was in the 70s. Uh, Ludwig von Mises, uh, Murray Rothbard, and a couple of these other, like, kind of anarchistic thinkers. And there was, like, eight people that showed up across the whole country. And they were like, well, this sucks. <laughs> like, what do we do? There's eight of us. This We'll write books and try to... That's, that's enough for like a basketball game. Yeah, the shitty one. Uh, they're economists. They're not athletes. Mm. Um, but now this idea, I think I, you know, I think I brought it up like a year or two ago. 
It's a mind virus that is gaining steam. I mean, I have seen... I think the majority of just... They've kind of the conclusion that the government's no longer there for your best interest at all. You're merely just a pawn to put money in their pockets. Yep. The the government and the giant corporations and, like, it's, it's this unholy mix of vying for power, cutting off competition, and... But, like... I think, so was the USSR, and to such a higher degree, and they just collapsed. Well, they ran out of money. Mm-hmm. Right now, our mm-hmm. debt is going parabolic. Mm-hmm. We're literally making debt faster than we can pay But, down. like, did that get rid of the Russian people? No, they're still in a hurry. No. And they're, like, made out of rocks now. <laughs> like, <laughs> they're made out of broken glass, cuss words, and rocks. And, like, like... And vodka. And vodka. But, like, the people that come out the other end, like, it's the... the not only that, like, don't get me wrong, like, their currency crashed when the USSR crashed. But then, like, they climbed out of it and things are better now for, I don't know about now, they're at war. But, like, before all that, like, it's, for the average Russian, things were better than they were, like, under the USSR. I'm assuming? I yeah. Like, you didn't have the, uh, don't get me wrong, I'm sure Russia has its own form of, like, still the KGB or CIA or something like that, but it's not like, like, Yeah, dude, I still don't think they can just go... Around willy-nilly. There's still stories of the USSR of, like, people that were married for 50 years, or no, no, about, like, a long time, and when the person died or whatever, the husband found out his wife was a KGB agent the entire time. Whoa. And, like, he never, but, like, not like she was reporting on him and the neighbors and, like... What their private conversation... can't trust them. You can't trust them, boys. Not women, no. no. (laughs) Gay's got it figured out. <laughs> but, well, they actually did a study that uh, I think gay like gay men stay married like seventy five percent of the time, but there's gay, less abuse. Well, yeah, but there's yeah, a lot yeah, less then, abuse. And lesbian, but then lesbian lesbians couples, have higher abuse than that. Yeah, higher abuse and extremely high divorce mm. rates. Mm. So you kind of got to wonder, like, mm. just mm. read. I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying the data speaks for itself. I think we need to end the episode <laughs> <laughs> before we go any further. But anyway, I like y'all. Just no, Nobody should have that kind of power. That's all I'm getting at. Anyways, guys, this has been fun. Merce going back to law school. I'm going back to work, but we're going to do some more of this pretty soon. I got another week off, so. We're doing YouTube like shorts now, kind of, when I think I do something silly. Something on the ranch. Follow us on that. Bandit Radio Hour. What? Spotify. Instagram, Facebook, basically just Google us. Twitter, Twitter, what's the matter? Um, you kids stay safe. We're here till, we're here till we get banned. Banned it. See ya.